I'm Adam Blattenberg from Diesel World. Hi, this is Dan, owner of Dan's Diesel Performance. I'm Christian Roth of BD Diesel. I'm Braden Fleece, and you're listening to the Diesel Podcast. What is going on, Diesel Nation? We're excited to have you guys with us today on the Diesel Podcast. I want to encourage you guys, if you're not subscribed to us on YouTube, make sure and search the Diesel Podcast. You'll find all of our episodes going all the way back five years now are all on there. And make sure you hit the, the bell notification so when a new episode comes out, you're notified right away. And if you have show suggestions or a question about an episode, there's there's a lot of times that, you know, in the, the time that we're on with the guests, we may not ask a certain question or we just kind of touched on something and you want to know more. Just leave a comment on there. We read read them all. It's a great way to get our attention either for a follow-up episode or, you know, we can answer them right there on our YouTube channel. Instagram is also another great way. So if you're looking to be on the podcast or you want to share your build, if you have a product, that you'd like the diesel community to know about, or if you want to hear from a company, just send us a direct message on there, search the diesel podcast. You'll, you'll find us right there. And and we read every message and love to hear from you guys. On today's episode, we're going to be chatting with Nick from Dieselmatic. And we had Nick on not long ago. We were doing an episode specifically really for diesel shop owners, but it could be any small business owner, regardless of the industry. And we had talked about, you know, marketing and how that's changed over the years and, and what's needed now to remain competitive in you know, the age of smartphones, the internet, Google reviews, all that kind of stuff. Today, we wanted to go a step further with it and talk about when, like as a business grows, at what point do you need help marketing? And it's a topic that I've thought about for a really long time because, you know, with shop owners, you know, the, the shop owners that we talk to and have gotten to know over the years, they're all passionate. They're all very determined. They're resilient. They take things head on. They get stuff done. They're, they're amazing at what they do. And when we transition, you know, the day-to-day operations of a diesel shop into marketing, it's a whole new world. We may not have backgrounds in marketing. We may not understand how to optimize a website, um, how to write content pages to be able to, you know, rank somewhere on a search engine or pull in the right customer. And so it's, it's a topic where I know a lot of shop owners have wasted a lot of money, you know, with certain types of of marketing avenues. Um, they may not have even needed it yet. They might not have been at that point that they needed to invest tens of thousands of dollars, you know, into a website or an ad campaign or something like that. So I want to ask Nick, when, when do we need marketing? When is it important to reach out and say, hey, I need some help. I need somebody who's done this to direct me and my funds to be able to get the most return. So it's going to be a, a huge topic, but you know, one I, I, I've really wanted to do for a long time. I wanted to ask a, a professional who does this day in and day out. When do we do that? How do we maximize our dollars? When do we stop doing it ourselves and pay another company? I think that's really important as well, not just for the, the shop owners, but also also for truck owners. We see it when, you know, we might follow a company on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube and we see, you know, a handful of posts, you know, a couple times a week or videos on YouTube, you know, for a couple months. And then there's a big gap of six or eight or 10 months and I don't, I don't hear from them. I don't see them anymore and I forget. And so it's something where, you know, your time is very important as a business owner and, you know, how much do you dedicate towards doing your own marketing and maybe not paying as much attention to production and management versus focusing more on management and production and not focusing on marketing. There's definitely, you know, a middle ground there 
where if you go one way or the other, something suffers. And I know that's something that weighs on a lot of people's minds. And, you know, something that the, the diesel community definitely needs to think more about is as we get more advanced, more customers, more products, we get more refined to get more efficient. That's going to pop up more. All right, let's get to the podcast with Nick and chatting about marketing and when you need it. Nick, welcome back to the Diesel Podcast and chatting about marketing diesel shops, reaching customers. And I really enjoyed our, our previous episode. There was a lot of great information and things I learned on there where, I mean, they, they even apply even if you're not in diesel or automotive. It just kind of transcends being an entrepreneur or small business owner or just a business owner in general. So we're glad to have you back on the podcast today. Yeah, thanks, man. It's really good to be back. It's uh, it's nice just having these conversations. And, uh, you know, after our last one, we had a ton of a ton of people reaching out and just chatting. And, you know, we uh, we actually, um, you know, got a lot of really good feedback from the community, uh, ended up restructuring our pricing and uh, a lot of stuff like that just to make, you know, make some some of these things a little bit more accessible to uh, shop owners. So, yeah excited for today well, what were what were some of the questions that that people either called in or messaged in and asked you guys cool uh <laughs> a little bit of everything <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know they range from like te- you know to the technical kind of things to um you know price uh, honestly pricing is the first uh the first conversation that people want to have right because you need to know what you're you know what you're getting yourself into and you know, uh, we like prior to like during our first call, uh, our first uh, episode that we did was like we were flat rate one price point and that's it. And it was definitely geared more towards those bigger shops who are like, you know, they, they've been in business for five or six years. They've gone through tons of different web design and marketing agencies who, you know, just didn't didn't really get the industry they had to teach them everything it's like you're spending you know 10 15 grand on a website and having to hold their hand through the th- the whole thing anyways uh and so you know it's it it was it was something that like you know the guys who called in who you know maybe they're maybe their second year right and they're doing like like you know uh, maybe they haven't even reached six figures. Maybe they're like hundred to two hundred fifty thousand re- annual revenue, and they just can't really, you know, stomach those larger flat fee prices. So we we built in some pricing that was uh, a little bit more competitive and you know uh, attainable for those shops. So I think that was probably the biggest the biggest thing that we had. And then the other ones were just like you know people asking about like how you know, how do I know that I'm going to make money off of this? Right. How do I know that marketing is going to be a, a good investment? And, you know, that's a, that's a whole rabbit hole to go down of, uh, of conversation. I think, yeah, I think that's, that's a lot of the, the uncertainty that, uh, they can be out there when, you know, you've been in business a little bit and you're starting to grow is, is one, you know, what should it cost? And we think about, you know, the diesel industry is, they're very much, they're, they're familiar with what things, you know, cost for fluid and labor rates and parts and things like that. So it, it's, it's pretty much set in stone. But once we get into marketing, it varies widely based on what platform we're talking about. Um, 
you know, how many products are going to be on a website, how many need to be loaded in with, with, uh, you know, custom descriptions and what kind of customer you're trying to reach. And there's just so many different avenues. I imagine, you know, that's, that, that's a lot of it. And it's, it, it's so, I, I think it can be overwhelming too, because you're, you know, as a business owner, you're almost overwhelmed with, you know, social media ads, Google ads, um, you know, print media, billboards, radio, all these different things. It's like, where do I start? Totally, man. Yeah. Well, and, and I think, you know, like you said, you're, you've got a million other things on your plate as a, you know, as a shop owner, just as a business owner in general. And so, so many people, you know, they'll, they'll play around with you know, Google AdWords or Facebook ads and they'll try it for, you know, a couple weeks or a couple months and won't really get anything from it. And honestly, like, you know, if you're spending even 10 bucks a day on it, it, it feels like you're wasting money. Like you're just throwing away a $10 bill every day. And, you know, when you're doing it yourself, yeah, that's kind of, <laughs> it's kind of what you're doing, right? Because, yeah. you know, you don't have this, you know, like for us, we're doing it for tons of different shops. And so we're gathering data on what works and what doesn't and, you know, optimizing campaigns constantly. All these little things that like, you know, you, as a shop owner, you're constantly figuring out, you know, little things, whether like it's a new tune that's come out that's going to make, you know, customers truck run better uh, or like a, you know, a faster way to uh, do an install. Little things like that that make your business run better. But when it comes to the technical side of marketing, you know, yeah, there's a, there are only so many hours in a day, right? You had mentioned one of the other questions that that she got was about return and how do I know this will work? And I wanted to ask you a little bit about that because I imagine there's so many variables involved with, you know, where is the company located? What's their focus? Are they just wanting to reach people in their surrounding area? Are they wanting to reach a state, a province, a country, you know, part of a continent? Are they shipping worldwide even? And so I wanted to ask you about setting expectations for uh, a business or shop owner that contacts you, you know, what process do you guys go through? Is, is it, is there some experimentation that's involved with, you know, each particular shop with what they want to reach or, or how does that side of it work? Yeah. Yes. And no. Uh, I mean, we, as we, you know, as we grow, we have less and less, uh, variable in you know what we know we can accomplish um you know some things that you know you, you have to take into consideration you know when we're taking on a new shop is where are you located that's a big that's a big one right because there are some areas where it, you know if you have a lot of competition we can build you the best website in the area and run the best ad campaign but your competitors might just spend 10 times as much as you and, you know, drive up the cost per click rate on some really good keywords like diesel repair shop near me, <laughs> right? That might yeah. cost in a really high competition area that might cost, you know, five, 10, $15 per click, not per customer ac acquisition, right? So, you know, you might be getting up into like, you know, like we run, we run about, 
15 to $20 average of uh, cost per acquisition, which is basically meaning per new customer that comes in, right? So industry average for automotive as a whole is about $40 per, uh, which, you know, either way, you know, $15, $20 to get a new customer when your average invoice is, you know, even if it's just $1,200, $1,500, it's really a no-brainer, right? Like, you kind of get to the point where, like, you know, at that at that point, do you not like money, <laughs> you know? Right. right, and also, you know, with that is, I think kind of leads into you know, a question I had, and I think a lot of our listeners are going to have as well, is when do I need to really look at investing in marketing? When do I need to put down, you know, the, the, um, the ad part on social media and the things I've been doing and get a professional? Is it right away when I start? Is it as, you know, I've got kind of, revol- kind of a revolving door of, of work or is it when I want to really expand in my city or my state that I need to look at investing in this? Yeah. Two parts to that, I think, uh, you know, the first thing is that like when you first start out, no, you don't, you don't need to have a, a marketing company. It's, it's not an expense that, you know, that you can really afford. Um, there are few guys like, you know, we have a, a shop that is like five months old and they, you know, it's a, it's a guy who, you know, he came from, uh, you know, working in the industry, working at a dealership, had a ton of connections in his area and, you know, basically right off the bat hired three techs and like, you know, he's got more work than he can handle, and, you know, wants to keep expanding from there, getting a new space in the next couple months. You know, those are kind of outlier cases. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you have a solid stream of income before you start experimenting. Right. And this, the second part of that is the experimenting part of it. Right. Like I like to kind of give advice based not on if somebody is coming just to dieselmatic, right. Like if somebody is just in general going to start looking at marketing their, their diesel repair shop, it's going to be a bit of an experiment with a lot of other people because, you know, there just, there just aren't many companies who really understand this market, and you know, can you afford to you know, potentially waste those those marketing dollars? Where you know, for us, like if you know, if we are talking specifically about Dieselmatic, then you know, we've to be totally honest, we've already wasted those marketing dollars, right? Yeah. We've wasted money figuring out what doesn't work, and so. You know, it's a, it's a nice, it's nice to be able to uh, go into those conversations um, and have a little bit better of an idea of, you know, wherever, wherever a customer's at, wherever a shop is at, whether you're, you know, at, if you're at half a million a year, if you're at 2 million a year, you know, our fees are the same. And what varies from there is really ad spend and, you know, changing that conversation to starting to think about like, okay, guys who, you know, we've talked to shops who they're, you know, four or 5 million a year. 
and they it's like pulling teeth trying to get a ten dollar a day ad spend right <laughs> because they haven't and you know the the arguments there that like you know you've grown to that just through you know the uh you know the avenues that you've taken to to grow your shop why change it and you know the those those are the customers that you know it's it's tough to convince people that you need a service um it's the people who already understand that you know it's a, it's a va- the value is there when you know start, you start putting money into building your business not just you know doing the work yourself and DIYing it the idea is you want to be able to replace yourself in every every portion of your business right so if you can set up a marketing company who just automatically every month is bringing you guaranteed new customers and your hands off from it you know that's kind of the that's kind of the goal that you want to get to right and this really interesting podcast is probably about <clears throat> excuse me about a year ago maybe a little longer and it was with a diesel shop owner and he he brought up something that I hadn't I hadn't come across before I thought about but he said you know, when he started his shop he he was hands on so he was working in the bays he was diagnosing the trucks ordering the parts fixing them following up with the customer and then as they grew, he had he said he had to stop being a mechanic and start being a business owner. And he had expanded on that a little bit with, you know, I've got parts guys, I've got a service writer, I have um, accounts payable, accounts receivable, all these things that when he was smaller he could do that now as he had, he had grown was really hard. And I think that's a challenge for a lot of a lot of shop owners because they're very independent by nature. They they're they're seeing dozens and dozens of trucks per month and they're figuring them out mostly themselves or with their experience, you know? And then when we get into marketing, it's like you want to approach it the same way, but I see or hear from a lot of them that they get frustrated because, you know, just throwing money at something without direction can become frustrating pretty quick because you're not seeing the results or it's not working as may have worked for someone else in the industry, you know, or, or, or someone else. And I wanted to ask you about that part of it with, with, uh, you know, a company or, or someone you're talking to that they've done it all themselves. They built this business from the ground up and they approach marketing the same way. What are some, what are some highlights or some things that you tell them where you say, Hey, I can get you from point A to point B five times faster, 10 times faster for less money and this is how we're going to do it yeah yeah it's a it's a really interesting conversation to have when you know when you have uh uh, when you come across that person with that mentality um you know i I was actually curious about you uh you know i think you've kind of done that a little bit too like you know with the diesel podcast like your not to just throw your question right back at you but like you you know your uh your team that you've built, you know, they kind of like, have you slowly uh, replaced yourself in some areas? Like, I know you have like a audio editor and I mean, yeah, it, at first it was, at first it was that independent spirit. It was like, no, we can do this ourselves. You know, we can, we can take on all the, wear all these different hats, but then as things get bigger and, you know, you start doing more episodes and talking to more people, 
you realize that you need you need help and you need expertise and if I, what i found is you know we try to do it you know just a couple of us all all ourselves you get behind and then you get a little frustrated and you have to you have to delegate and then you, you'll be able to find people who specialize in certain parts and trust them with it and that's been one of the hardest challenges you know not just for a podcast but i think in any business and you know we're talking about diesel shops is you know, when do you do that? And, and I think having the perspective through it to understand that's how you grow. Cause it's so tough, especially you know, when you start something and you go through the growing pains of it and you go through the ups and downs, it's so hard to kind of take your hands off a little bit and just kind of watch it, you know, watch these processes that you put in place, you know, kind of take shape and and go it's just it's really tough but you have to at a certain point otherwise you just become stagnant totally man yeah and that honestly that's what i try to do when we you know when we come across that little bit of pushback about when is it time to scale Mm -hmm. you kind of just throw the question back and you know say like if you're at that point and you're asking that question you've probably replaced yourself in at least some aspects of your business already, right? Like you, you probably have other techs working and you probably, you know, you might have a, a bookkeeper and front office staff, like, you know, you've started to. And so if you kind of, you know, throw it back and, just, you know, make people think about how they've already done it in some areas, you know, the question kind of starts to get answered itself. Um, which, you know, it, there's no better way to convince someone uh, of something than to let them convince themselves. Uh, but something that, you know, something that is uh, an idea that's more prevalent in the tech world is uh, to fail fast, right? So business owners who take lots and lots and lots of time to make decisions often don't grow at the rates that they want to that's not to say that you know you shouldn't deliberate and make intelligent decisions based on you know facts and (laughs) where you're at financially with your shop and you know your, your personal life your time all of those things but you know making decisions and making them quickly uh, is it's essential to growing a business quickly right and you know one of the things that i i tell customers like we we don't do long-term contracts we do month to month cancel anytime because our idea is that if we're not making you more money than you're paying us then we're not an asset to your business we're a liability and we don't want to be that Right? So it kind of fits into that idea of failing fast. You can take this chance because if it doesn't work, you can pull out and try something new that does work before, you know, whatever runway you had is out. That's a really good point that, that you made with having to move quickly. And I think, yeah, that ties in a lot to what you guys do. And, and I don't remember how long ago it was, maybe six, five, six, seven years ago, or you know, somewhere right around in there is I remember across the industry, there was a major push to just update websites. It was to make them look more 
like we see in mainstream, you know, e-commerce. And it was, it's definitely a change because you think about automotive repair or, you know, even selling parts in, in the diesel industry is a lot of it has stayed the same for a while. You know, a lot of it is whether it's just the engines that we're talking about and, and the long runs that they have or the processes of, of diagnosing something is there, they're almost a set standard that you go through to figure out these problems and, and figure out these issues and get these trucks on the road. Then all of a sudden you throw in, Hey, you've got to take your website, which is really basic right now and get it up to something that, you know, is going to rival, you know, some other, you know, like a, a Best Buy or a Target or some place like that where it's super easy to find things and search keywords and there's tags on it. And I think that transcends a lot of it, especially now with how competitive things are is, is having to move quickly and, and having to, you know, think ahead and maybe not look at things this month or this first quarter or the second quarter, but what are things going to be like in the fourth quarter of this year or the beginning of next year and how to plan for that. So you're not always playing catch up. You're, you're even, you know, staying pace or ideally outpacing the, the trends and the things that are coming up. Yeah, exactly. Staying a little bit ahead of your competition and the market. I mean, it, you know, that's, that's really the only way at the end of the day to stop, you know, stop having a job and start being a business owner right and and that like you know it's it's always interesting like this these conversations that we have are interesting because you know we talk about some things that are technical and specific to running a diesel repair shop but there are also just principles that apply to any business owner right yeah and you know learning to one of the things that we look at when we're when we're talking to new shops and you know just trying to figure out budget and stuff like that uh we look at their their current annual revenue but base their marketing budget off of their desired annual revenue so you know you kind of you want to look you know three years down the road right and say if I want to be, you know, uh, if I want to be making, you know, our shop grossing two, three million dollars in, uh, you know, in three years, what do I need to spend now in order to get there, right? And then that way you're kind of working, you know, working towards a solution that fits the future, uh, you know, and you know, takes that time off your hands now that's that's the big thing right taking taking more work off of your plate and putting it onto other people's plate you know for us it's developing that relationship to and trust with clients like you know the shops that we work with there there's a lot of trust there right and that trust is really really built in the first few months right where we have more communication back and forth we're talking about okay like you know this is what all the websites in your area look like right now we don't want to look like that because that's not what you know people are going to be doing next year right things like a lot of little technical things that go on in the back end that you don't really see so optimizing a site for voice search like voice search is huge and it's growing like crazy 
like in the same way that other people, you know, 10 years ago, you, you probably weren't Googling to find businesses, local service businesses as much. But now that's all people do, right? Like if you want to find a local service business, you can Google, you're going to look at a few websites, you're going to look at who has the best reviews and make your decision based on that. Um, you know, but in a couple of years, voice search is going to be really huge where, you know, you're just asking Siri or Alexa where the, you know, where the best diesel repair shop near you is. And if your site and online profile aren't optimized for it, then you're not coming up. That's pretty much it. <laughs> What's so interesting about, well, our first episode and then this one is my mind is going a million different directions while you're talking because I'm thinking you know, a lot of the guests that we have on our shop owners, some of them I've known for 10 years. Um, some of them I consider friends and we text each other on the weekends about some sports team that won or didn't win or, you know, whatever it might be like yeah. that. And so <laughs> yeah. I've heard a lot of different stories, you know, from them, whether, you know, they, they wait 18 months for their website to be built. Jeez. And by the time it yeah. comes out, it's almost dated. Yeah. Or, you know, this other place in town did one in a month and every day they're adding 30, 40, 50 new products a day and they're trying to keep up or some of them are really established, have a really good business model, have a great support structure in their business, but they're wanting to find the right kind of customer. And we had talked about that a little bit before is, you know, they're looking for a specific type of customer mm -hmm. and can you really get that? Or how do you get that? You know, do you get it off of an ad? Do you get it off of the wording that you use? You had touched on it before in our previous episodes. So anyone that's listening that didn't catch that one and like, I'm right there. Like this is this topic, you know, applies to me is definitely go back and listen to our previous chat. But, you know, for those, for those companies that do have those processes in place and they're like, Hey Nick, I want to make sure I'm finding the right kind of customers. That's what's really important to me. I want to make sure you know, this is who I'm finding. Are there strategies that you guys can put in place to help them do that? Totally, man. Yeah. Well, and it's nice. Like you say, your, you know, your mind is going in a million different directions as we're talking. Like I am too. It's nice. It, I feel like I'm, you know, I get, I get free market research when I, when I talk to you, right. All these, like, <laughs> you know, all these shop owners that, you know, they're like pain points, and, you know, the, <laughs> the problems that they have. Yeah, man, finding finding the right customer is huge. Like any any shop owner knows that finding the wrong customer is man, it's expensive. It's time consuming. You, you know, someone whose engine blows up three months later and they're angry at you for it because you know <laughs> you did a minor repair three months ago. <laughs> like that's the person that you don't want coming. Um. But yeah, like we, you know, we talked a little bit last time about uh, the, you know, kind of the tactics that, that we employ. Now, you know, big, a big freebie, uh, something that is uh, almost consistent across all of our accounts uh, is, you know, targeting uh, specific ages and demographics and income levels. So uh, pretty much across the board a 45 to 54 year old male who's in the top 10 percent of income ranges and is married with a family 
that is your ideal customer. So what we do on accounts is we spend more money on guys like that. So when a guy in that demographic searches for a diesel repair shop, we're going to spend more than everyone else. And we're going to do that by increasing the, uh, the bid range on those, on his specific searches. It's all very, like it gets into, um, you know, there's a, there's a whole other avenue of conversation you can open up about, you know, privacy and, uh, you know, Apple's new, um, Apple's new policies on uh, tracking data and stuff like that. Um, and I mean, I, you know, I don't know if we want to go down that road, but you know, it's there. Like we have, you have profile, you have a, an yeah. online profile of yourself that, you know, has at least, you know, basic general information like that, that allows, you know, smart businesses like us to, uh, to be able to really like dig into what works and what doesn't. And then alternatively too, what we do is, you know, decrease bids on people who are, you know, in, in the, I won't call out, I won't call anyone out, but people who are in the demographic ranges that, uh, you know, typically create problems. I'll leave it there. (laughs) Well, I think it's important for a business owner to understand that because yeah, I know it's a huge topic with, you know, the kind of information that I know certain social media apps use and stuff but there's also you know a tremendous benefit as a consumer when you know you search for something and then all of a sudden you're starting to see these that exact part or that exact thing for sale from different places or you're searching for something near you and it pulls up things and it's just it it's a bunch of shortcuts and and people are using that and i think I think being aware of it and then integrating it, you know, is really important. And I think, you know, in a larger context like this conversation and our last one, you know, I think why is it important? Why, why, you know, why is this such a focus? And, and I think regardless of whether we're doing a podcast or you're helping a company with marketing or there's a shop out there that's listening is we want to make sure that as an industry, it's as vibrant as technical, as refined, as consistent as possible, because we're, we're needing to pull in new enthusiasts and new customers, um, new people who are going to be repeat customers. And I know it's one of the first things I noticed when I first got involved in diesel 10 years ago or so is I looked around, you know, different sites, different things. And I thought to myself, this really lags behind every other market I think about as far as digitally um as far as what i would see online and it's been something i'm I'm really you know proud of is i look at things now and it's vastly better it's vastly more refined it's vastly more user friendly and i think what you guys are doing is another tremendous thing for the professionals that make this a career make it a livelihood is you give them that expertise and that refinement and that precision so that they can improve their business, they can hire more people, they can work on more trucks, they can influence more of their communities, and they can grow it. And that's that's really what we need, and why I get really excited about you know our chats and and you know the feedback and hearing from shop owners like 
And after we did the last one, one of them was like, man, I've been thinking about this for months. And you guys, can you guys talk about that more? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that more. It's just a bigger conversation than we can do on one episode. So I think it's a really cool part of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, even, you know, you, I, you had a episode a little while ago about, uh, um, I think it was from Lenny about, um, you know, electric and yeah. like the, just the in- industry in general, um, you know, having, needing to change perception a little bit right to be able to like survive and you know that's a big like that's a that's a big part of the reason why we got into this industry as it was because you know it like honestly it was was a good market gap like guys shop owners need help right and that's like you know that's the biggest thing you know you're not going to you don't want to start a business for something that no one wants or needs. Right. And there's, there's definitely a need and, you know, it's, it's nice to be able to, uh, you know, work with for the most part, uh, you know, owner operators, right. Like people, guys who are like start starting, either starting their shop themselves or, you know, started their shop themselves 10 years ago. And, you know, it's a lot of the time their, their wife's the accountant, right? Yeah. And their family is involved in it. And, like, that's a lot of, you know, that's a lot of weight to take on when, you know, we know that we're holding their livelihood in our hands, right? Like, if we don't succeed for them, then, like, it can be, it can be devastating. And so it's, you know, it's, it's nice to kind of, it's, on the one hand, it's nice to have that pressure. On the other hand, it's really a really nice reward to be able to be like, you know, we're we're helping these people navigate a, uh, you know, a new kind of uh, digital world where you know, their business can succeed and, you know, you can succeed in, a, in this industry with, uh, you know, without having to, you know, spend absorbent amount of money to, uh, to do it. Well, I think it. I think it's been necessary anyway for a while, but especially the last year, I think it's really forced a lot of small businesses to think outside the box and think more digitally than they may have otherwise, you know, with restrictions on travel and gatherings and how you find customers and and things like that. There's been a lot of, a lot of stories I've heard from, um, yeah, I'd say companies that do make more product and do ship out kind of things but where they've had to adapt, they've had to adapt to distance. They've had to become more digital. So I think, I think as far as the industry is concerned, you know, what you guys are doing and the services that you offer are just going to continue to grow and become more integral to, you know, any diesel shop, no matter where they're located at with taking on, I think some of the strengths and opportunities that digital marketing and, and media allow for that maybe they didn't think about before maybe it wasn't at the forefront but you know the last year is is kind of showed them hey there's ways i can still reach customers there's ways i can still engage with them i can still invoice electronically i can do tons of different things that maybe i didn't think about before totally man yeah no thanks i uh i think i think so too <laughs> i think uh i think there's a lot of uh a lot of need and you know just a lot of- a huge desire for it within the market and you know it's just taking that taking that jump um you know like 
the sh- the guys that you t- talk to, uh, the shop owners that you talk to, are they like, how do they feel about uh, taking those those jumps into you know expansion when they take them? Whether it's whether it's marketing or whether it's going on to like you know getting a bigger space or more equipment, like you know, have you found the common denominator is that they are you know, hesitant or do you find that they typically just both feet jump in, don't look back? That's a really tough question because it's so varied. Uh, some of them, I think back over the years, some of them resisted and then had to do it out of necessity. They were just growing and they had to, they had to invest in other mm. things. But one of the, one of the, the really cool sides of doing a podcast is I get to talk with so many different types of people and like the younger generation, they have so much at their fingertips and they're so, they're so savvy with technology and how to digitally network that they're all about it and they're, they're excited. They know how to do it. Maybe they don't you know know all the ins and outs, but they're, they're, they're so passionate about connecting their business digitally to people all over that I think the more the companies that have been around longer have looked at that and said, Hey, I need to, something's going on. I need to get on this. I need to stop and, and say, you know, what are we missing here? And so I I think it's been, you know, about 50, 50, you know, some of them just jumping right in and they're just, they're seeing a trend in almost a tidal wave, so to speak of a change in the industry and the, and a change the way they interact with consumers that they're like, I got to get on this. I don't know where to start, but I know I need to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the, you know, that's the big thing of like figuring out where to start in something that your, you know, your expertise isn't in. So, you know, I mean, I just hope that we can, you know, get a, get the ear of some shop owners who are, you know, at that point where they're, you know, they know that they need to pull the trigger on it. They just don't know who to trust with it and you know uh, the i think the thing the thing that's really changing within the industry is that uh typically people will trust who they know right and go local with this last year of not having events to go to locally and meeting people and networking um you know you're you're starting to realize that you can do a zoom call and like you know we that's how we do our first calls with uh with clients with new with new shops right like yeah we have a zoom call and we're still face to face right like you can still see that you know we're people who you know who want to do a good job for you and you know build a, a solid business relationship and you know um finding like that finding those people i think any business owner knows that finding the right people is one of the hardest parts of growing a business, right? Putting, putting the right people in the right positions. That's what leads to success. Well, I encourage anyone who's listening and they've got more questions and maybe we just touched on something they're really interested in to, to definitely reach, reach out to you guys. And I wanted to give you the, you know, the opportunity to be able to let our listeners know, you know, if someone does have a question, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you and say, Hey Nick, I was listening to your podcast. You touched on this or, you know, I'm, I'm right in this position. What should I do next? How can they get in contact with you? Yeah. Easiest way. Um, just go to diesel, dieselmatic.com and we have a booking 
uh, calendar on our website so you can actually book a time that works for you because you know we all know every shop owner is pulled in a, a million different directions so you can actually just like schedule a call on the website and then you can pick like okay i want to do you know i know friday afternoons are good for me so i'm going to do next friday afternoon at three o'clock and you know you can pick that book it and then you know we'll have we'll have a, a scheduled you know 15 20 minutes to chat about your business and where you're at if you know if we're the right fit for you um and uh yeah and i mean apart from that you can you can give us an email to uh info at dieselmatic.com and you know we're happy to you know we're always happy to to just start a conversation with with a shop right like maybe maybe you're not at that point where you need it where you need digital marketing yet and you know your your website is okay maybe you just you know spent a few grand getting a new one um but it's it's nice to have that kind of relationship built and then you know when the time comes we'll be here i can attest to the usefulness of the uh the scheduling app we're gonna do this podcast and you send it to me i'm like i need to start doing this this is awesome because i can see exactly (laughs) when you were free and we can schedule it in so yeah that's that's uh that's a really convenient way to do it and and uh, i appreciate your time today and uh, after these conversations it's like for a week or two i'm thinking about other stuff i'm like man i know somebody asked me this i could ask you know nick this when i get a chance and and stuff so hopefully you know our chat today kind of spurred the imagination and got people thinking and and um you know reaching out to you guys and and making sure that like we talked about there you know towards the end of our end of our chat is you know, just growing the industry and, and making it as, as precise and fluid as possible so we can just be more efficient, get more, you know, truck service, get more people interested in diesel and just keep growing the industry itself. Yeah, totally. No, thanks so much for having me. I, uh, I really appreciate when we do these conversations and uh, yeah, look forward to, you know, hopefully doing some more in the future. Don't forget, Diesel fans, if there are any questions you have specific to what we discussed on this episode, reach out to Nick at, at Dieselmatic. He's more than happy to chat with you, answer those questions. And if you're at that point that you need marketing and, and you need some help and direction, they are more than happy to do that, whether it's you know your website or, or Google searches or a ton of other you know different ways you can market your business. I, I love hearing from you guys, and a lot of times after episodes, you know, we'll get those direct messages on on Instagram or YouTube comment. And if I can answer it, I definitely will, but I'm not the expert in in diesel marketing or marketing in general. So if I can't answer it, I'm going to refer you guys over to Nick to be able to get those specific answers that you guys are looking for until next time. Keep the shiny side up.